Welcome to the best idea of a podcast of all time. This is 294 Note Streak. My name is Riley and I use he, they pronouns. My name is Joe. I use any and all pronouns. And we are joined by our wonderful friend, the perfect boy, Christopher Dean Hutton. Chris. He, yeah, and I, 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 I use a he, him pronouns. Can I drop your, your full ass name on the podcast? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, cool. It's Big nothing, Chris Hutton. I, Christopher I, Bean. I just made my private Twitter name Piss Hutton, so I clearly have no respect for myself. I don't care. <laughs> Good shit. Oh, we're on. We're on. We're here. We're back. We're ready. We're ready to rock and roll, rumble it's and been, tumble. It's been a bit. The last time we recorded was actually immediately after i saw chris because it was right after Bloodfest. <laughs> mm-hmm. i it was before my wedding i got my phone yes. fixed that day mm-hmm. wait this is gonna give me spoilers for all the episodes i haven't listened to yet no 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 because we're not gonna go back to those we just ain't gonna talk about them unless okay. you haven't listened if, if you finished round one you're fine okay i have cool. i'm up to date i listen every two weeks <laughs> well an episode just came out like two days ago so you should be fine i know yeah and i was i was tweaking all day it's like where's this episode i'm used to it being here in the morning i was that entitled fan i almost texted you <laughs> I, I i posted i posted in the discord everybody joined the orange groves discord to talk about music um i i did post that it was like gonna be later so i tried i tried to help chris it's all good i'm here to help today yes pain is pain is back paint it forward i'm gonna I got my my timer right here. I'm about to Chris, click the button. Chris, Chris, do you want to tell the good people about how they should respect boundaries and enjoy music? Uh, yeah. So, uh, music is very personal to each and every one of us. We all have our our different styles, and uh, <laughs> in particular, you kind of have to get used to you know some friends picking on your your music occasionally if you have that kind of relationship. For example, Joe drags basically every band I've ever liked on this podcast every week. That's not true. You like good bands. <laughs> but, we saw uh, the wonder years together <laughs> that's true but uh also you know it's okay if you're friends and you can mess around that way but also don't be a dick about it for real because uh, music's cool and you should just enjoy it yeah mm-hmm. if you if your friends don't want to get picked on don't do it exactly. respect yeah. other, respect for, other people's boundaries yeah for example joe and riley can make fun of me for being uh the whitest man alive and loving metallica but you can't you don't know me like that Exactly. exactly. I can say, Chris, you shouldn't listen to Saliva's Ladies and Gentlemen in 2019, <laughs> but I know you probably will, and that's fine. <laughs> it's only because of WrestleMania 23. It's not like just because of the song. Like You know that Saturdays are my WrestleMania 23 day. <laughs> being a wrestling fan exposes you to such bad music. It, like, and it just yeah. like, seeps into your DNA forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm about to hit that big slappy on that big button, and that timer is going, and our first matchup, my friends, my dearest friends, if I'm reading this correctly, is Ex-Girlfriend by No Doubt versus Hurt So Good by John Mellencamp. You are reading correctly. I For me, I don't hesitate that it's No Doubt. Because mm. anyone the... here like, who here likes John Mellencamp? I don't like John Mellencamp. Let me be clear, okay? I have a better question. Who here has heard either of these songs? You know Hurt So Good, Chris. Without a doubt, you know Hurt So Good. Yeah, I mean... it's got like... It, it's like... It's not iconic because you know the song so much as like, this sounds like a song I've heard before. Mm-hmm, which is the John Mellencamp sound. Yeah, it really is just like that guitar tone and strum pattern and even vocal delivery just down to like, yeah, this is, oh, this was the 80s. <laughs> this is what the 80s sounded like. It's by John Cougar. John Cougar Mellencamp. I'm playing the, it right now. Yeah, sometimes love don't feel like it should. And like, 
I don't know. Here, I'm going over to ex girlfriend, and like ex girlfriend's like... really exciting. Is the difference? Oh, I do know for this me. song. I do know this song. Ex girlfriend gets exciting. See, I don't know what like I don't know what knockoff John Mellencamp is, but I know he's a knockoff of something. Oh, he's a he's a knockoff of like Bruce, like Bruce Springsteen. In See, that's what, music. I, that's what I would have guessed, but I was just like, it feels like there's more stuff being amalgamated. It's it's more just this is what the '80s is supposed to sound like than specifically Bruce Springsteen. Like Aaron West, Aaron West has a Bruce Springsteen song, and it's like that's a Bruce Springsteen song. Mm-hmm. Like Running Towards the Light is pretty much just, hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just change it a little bit, mm-hmm. but it but it's fucking Born to Run. Yes. But John Mellencamp, I don't feel that way it's so, so closely. Mm-hmm. I'm down to move No Doubt forward. I personally think I like Hurt So Good better, but like I also like don't want to encourage John Mellencamp to. Keep... Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't think John Mellencamp's going deep. Whereas like No Doubt does bring something different to the table. Mm-hmm. Oh no doubt. I was about, I was about to try to vote for, uh, for John Cougar, and then I played the first 15 seconds of Ex Girlfriend, and I'm moving it forward. Yeah, yeah. and that's it's so good. Simple enough. Ex-girlfriend goes forward. Next up on our list, Joe. Next up on the list is No One to Depend On by Santana up against Sneak Out by Rose Hill Drive, which is a song no one has heard before. What Santana song is this? Um, it's not one of like the high school jazz band songs, but it's No, close. certainly not. <laughs> I, I've, n- I've never heard this covered in a bar. Mm-hmm. It's a Santana B-side for sure. It sounds like a Santana song. It surely does sound like a Santana song, and it doesn't have Rob Thomas on it, so I don't care. Sneak Out, I remember liking a lot. I'm going to pull it up again. I also remember them not having any good graphic design skills. Yep, that's still right. Sneak Out kind of sounds like taking what Wolfmother did, and instead of Zeppelin, they're just it's the Strokes. Yeah, the, I, I see that crossover. I see that fucking Dragon Ball Z fusion you're putting in front of me. Oh, this graphic is bad. <laughs> It's really bad. I I think I like Sneak Out more because, yes, the average Santana song is like C, and like Santana just does a baseline of C music, which is yeah. good. Like, that's fine. It's, you know, C's get degrees, and Santana if, is if you really If you like that sound, if you enjoy the Santana brand, every song's solid. But <laughs> I think it's fine. I enjoy the <laughs> ones that stand out. I think that's a very good read on Santana is it's fine. I don't think I like I don't have I can't listen to all of Santana's song. Maybe he has made a song that I think is just kind of bad. But for the most part, I, I listen to Santana. I'm like, yeah, this is Santana. It's fine. <laughs> this song has happened in front of me. Chris, what are your takes on these two? Um, I'm torn because I feel like they could both be very fun in Guitar Hero in different ways. But mm-hmm. like neither one of them is like calling out to me as being superior to the other. So. Which way were y'all leaning? I think I'm leaning sneak out. I'll say it. I am as well. I don't think it'll go deep. I'm like I'm kind of surprised to see it in round three if it wins. But the uh, the beginning guitar part kind of rips a little. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's it's a, it's a sick lick. It doesn't develop much. Like I I I'm looking ahead and I'm thinking, all right, ex girlfriend already won round three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Les Paul's so fucking weird. I mean, Les Paul it, is a very weird bracket. This beat Mermaider, which I think makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, for me. I'm, I'm down to put Sneak Out forward. I won't fight it. Sneak Out Hell progresses. Yeah. Next up, 
bleed American Jimmy Eat World, happy birthday, wins. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, just so everyone knows, it is beating Woman from Tokyo by Deep Purple. Now, Chris, are you a Deep Purple stan that I didn't know about? Uh, I wouldn't say stan, but there's a few songs <laughs> there that I like. Is one of them Woman from Tokyo? I've never heard that one. Do you really like Jimmy Eat World? Uh, they're like... They're, like, good, but I don't listen to them. Taylor listens to this podcast, Chris. I need you to be careful with your words. Yeah, no, I know. I know, I'm saying. Uh, Honestly, I I feel the exact same way. I think Jimmy Eat World is really good. I don't skip any Jimmy Eat World songs when they come on shuffle. I don't regularly go out and listen to that record, Mm -hmm. even though I think it's really good. Yeah, no, I have never once in my life sought them out, but I do think they were in Unless it's the middle. I have sought out the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also think they were in a sweet yard video once. Big Casino, is that one of their songs? I think so. I'm gonna Google it. Or by that oh, I mean shit. Spotify. I, I know yeah, very few Casino, songs of theirs by name. Bleed American's so, yeah. very good. <laughs> Bleed American's a good song. It's it's a good like second single to follow up the middle, which is kind of just a quintessential song. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So it sounds like Bleed American. Yep. Pushes forward. Yeah. Sure. The end of the end of Les Paul isn't a lot of heavy hitters. Yeah, Les Paul's so fucking weird. The next one is "Hungry Like the Wolf" versus "Streamline Woman" by Government Mule. Now I'm gonna have to remind myself what "Streamline Woman" sounds like. But "Hungry Like the Wolf" is a classic. I don't know yeah. if I said that last time. Government Mule is like a my dad band. Mm. It sounds like it by the name. Yeah, it sounds very like it sounds very dad band. You nailed it, Chris. I don't think it can beat "Hungry Like the Wolf." <laughs> I mean that's kind oh of oh my also god! Like... I didn't I didn't really fully agree until I heard the vocals, mm-hmm. and then I was like, <laughs> "Streamline Woman." <laughs> put put Chat, over, like, I, the I, I can I can do that because I had a kid. <laughs> you that's can. true. It's yeah. a power that you unlock. I tried and then they came out. Yeah, you, you, they don't tell you that, but uh, it's not just for tax benefits. Hungry Like the Wolf <laughs> progresses. We don't need to talk about Streamline Woman yeah, no. at all. Duran Duran are the real ones. Mm-hmm. We're at the top of the flying B bracket now. And uh, speaking of Wolf Mother, it's going to beat Stevie Ray Vaughan here, right? Woman by Wolf Mother versus yeah, Texas yeah, I don't, unless, unless Chris here is going to try and talk us down. But Woman by Wolf Mother is up against Texas Flood. We're back like... <laughs> These were this was the first matchup like we did, but mm-hmm. because all these brackets got moved around to make sense, uh, it's 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 tacked onto the end now. But I, yeah, I woman woman's a really good song. Woman's running deep. I do not think Texas Flood can can beat Woman. Texas Flood was created just to be background music at Famous Days. We can move the other one forward. Boop. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. Woman is forward. I mean, like it's good background Famous Days music, but like that's not what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> next, there's, there's a, there's a place hero. for it. Famous Dave Zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm playing a friend wings. The next one is uh, Cowboys from Hell by Pantera oh. versus No One Knows by Queens of the Stone Age. This is oh, actually okay. really hard to me. Okay, let me listen to No One Knows again. It's No One Knows is really good. I oh, I don't know. Fuck. No no, no one knows what to do in this matchup. Yeah, by by that is, I mean me. This is a hard one. No, I'm with you. Okay. Let's start looking at the stats here. Cowboys from Hell is four minutes long. So is this one. It, is, so no one knows. Yeah. Cowboys from Hell has like two distinct parts. What's up with... is Who's the drummer of Queens of the Stone Age? Is it Dave Grohl or do they just look like Dave Grohl? <laughs> <laughs> How many bands is this man in? 
Dave Grohl is the is the Joe of rock music. Uh huh. I mean, truly, a lot of people thought Andrew WK was like essentially an ARG he was running. So <laughs> I'm still not convinced. Oh man, no one knows is a really good song. No one it knows. Is. I think is but good. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise the thing though. Like Cowboys from Hell is one of the like quintessential memories I have of playing Guitar Hero as a kid though. Like mm, that's, that's a good like point. a specifically Guitar Hero song to me. See, True. I, I, I do think it's really good. I think it's as far as Pantera goes, it's the song that I think holds up. Uh it treads pretty hard. No one knows just has like a lot of really good licks and change ups. Like you get like a minute mm-hmm. twenty in and it starts doing slightly different stuff. Yeah, that part rules. And like playing I remembering the chart for no one knows, like it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And it's like hard because it does the chords changing all over the place. Yeah. My my <sighs> bane of existence. But Chris is right. Cowboys from Hell does have like a lot of emotional attachment, but I think I got it. For whom? For me and Chris for playing Guitar Hero. Which one is that even on? Like one or two? I think it's one or two, right? I think it might be one. I think it was the first one. Yeah, I don't remember it. I didn't play the first one, so that makes sense. Let me listen to it again. I probably won't fight you much. Well, no. I mean, I think I'm going to put No One Knows forward. Oh, really? Yeah. No One Knows, I think, is better overall, but I agree with Chris that like, yep, Cowboys from Hell deserves to be this deep, if not deeper, but yeah it's got a the thing about the the riff is really fucking good it's just the one riff mm-hmm. it doesn't do as much as no one does does it? i can be for you there because no one knows feels like it like builds and escalates and like that's re- i remember yeah. playing that one too and it's real fun so like i mean they're fun in different ways but yeah i'm with you to put it yeah. forward cowboy yeah cowboy somehow doesn't build with the riff it's like the drums speed up and everything mm-hmm. else gets heavier and it has a, it does have a solo but i don't really care for that style of solo the way i mm-hmm. the way i prefer the no one knows solo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got to agree. So no one knows goes forward. And Joe, this next matchup is just for me, maybe for Chris. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take a nap. Y'all got this one. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Blue Orchid by the White Stripes versus Mountain Song by Jane's Addiction. Uh, I don't know these songs. I gotta look them. There up. is a wrong answer. <laughs> there isn't necessarily a right answer, but there is a wrong one. <laughs> I don't know what he's like. I don't know which one you could be Can saying. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. I feel like Joe's going to say the Jane's Addiction song is the wrong answer. No, actually. I thought that at first, oh. too. And then I remembered that Joe really hates the White Stripes. I really oh. do. <laughs> I really do hate Domestic Abuse Simulator, the White Stripes. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my God. We got to put down that ruling here. Jane's Addiction probably isn't much better. Probably not. We no. might have a terrible choice here. In, yeah. In terms of just like, for for me, the problems that emanate from the White Stripes are audible because so much of that band's career is what's his face, Jack White, Whack mm-hmm. Jite, making his wife play drums poorly, and it's just like I don't like that. Also, even stripping all that aside, I think Blue Orchid's a fucking boring song, really, really boring. And like Mountain Song, it's fine. I don't like Jane's Addiction, but I think Mountain mm-hmm. Song is fine. Sophie's yeah. terrible, horrible, no good, very bad choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I'll agree that Mountain Song sh- could go forward here. It's so slow. I can't see it making it through the next round. But yeah. Oh, it's not making it through the next round. But no. I'll, I'll put Mountain Song forward. I didn't even hit play on either of them. But uh, I feel like you can't argue with Domestic Abuse Simulator. So let's just roll. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. The Via La Viesquez, Le- the Via La Viesquez is going to beat uh, You're Going to Say Yeah, right? 
Um, let me list. Here's the thing. That is Ooh, a really is good. Twelve minutes long, though. No, in in Guitar Hero, it's like four or five. I'm oh, yeah, pretty there's, sure. There's a radio Look, edit here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I do really like this Mars Volta song, but I remember that Hush Puppy song being really good too. You're gonna say yeah. Chris, are you looking these up? Are you parsing? Yeah, I'm. Our... I'm listening to the Hush Puppies one. The Hush Puppies. Wait, let's wait till the vocals before I speak out of turn here. It's a fun indie song. I completely mm-hmm. see why I put this over the police. Mm-hmm. Damn, you did put this over "So Lonely" by the Police. God, what a ch- choice you've made. I stand by it. You're valid. <laughs> I think I might actually put "You're Gonna Say Yeah" forward now that I'm listening to it. Yeah, I like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I didn't realize this was one of the Mars Volta songs that they didn't do in English. Yeah, this is like a fun, tight little indie song. I'm not a huge fan of the voice, but uh, I also like, I wish I liked Mars Volta more. Yeah, they're one of my, uh, one of my tops, but it's, this song is such a weird choice for me, even the, even the radio edit of it, but like the grooves are really good. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to have like a non-English song represented in Guitar Hero. Yeah, I just... I know we've listened to better non-English songs on this bracket, if that's the... Yeah. You know I kind of I mean? like this, too. I hadn't heard this before, either. The Mars See, Volta one. The thing about, like, my relationship with the Mars Volta is I like the weird shit. Like, condensing all the grooves down to one five-minute song is, like, not them shining. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's taking the 12-minute long song, which is the thing you enjoy, and then cutting fucking eight minutes out of it. Yeah, no, and it's like, you could have just taken, like, there they have songs that are better suited for Guitar Hero. I think Haunt of Roulette Dares, if you cut off the, like, minute and a half, two-minute ambient outro, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. But but then they did this. Yeah. I I would really push for you're going to say yeah, I think. It's just, I feel like it's such a one-note indie song, and it's not like mm-hmm. it would go farther. Yeah. I, again, there's some really weird like legs of these brackets and it's okay like, yeah i think i've changed my mind i think i'd go with the mars volta song really yeah yeah so joe which one do you sit on i i, I prefer mars volta just out of like mm-hmm. somewhere in my heart i know there's then, m- there's more to this mars volta song than <laughs> than there is the the hush puppies I, I know i didn't enjoy it but that must mean i am failing <laughs> 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 all right mars mars volta goes forward and the next one is uh, mm, You Really Got Me by Van Halen versus the S- Freya the Sword. The Sword's Freya. You Which really is, got me now. Damn, Freya is just like, it is a quintessential Guitar Hero song, isn't it? It, it? it feels like it to me. Yeah. But there are people who think that You Really Got Me is just a quintessential song. <laughs> yeah, I, I listen, that, that was going to be my initial take, but I think Freya and the Sword, like... The sword really kind of takes the cake here. I think so too. Like it has like it has a riff that transcends time in the way that woman does. Like mm-hmm. like maybe it's because I played it young and I played it a bunch of Guitar Hero, and it's just like this is just yeah, this just feels like something that is true about the universe now. Is like this riff, and they have great album art. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, they do. But uh, Ooh, I just got to the fifty seconds in the sword or into Freya, which is. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Now, I do think I do think Freya should be shorter 
But like, mm-hmm. you really got me. It's just kind of like, yeah, that's the song. Mm-hmm. It's pretty straightforward. It's not like Van like Van Halen is not my favorite band to perform that by a pretty wide margin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, my favorite anyone... performance of it probably doesn't belong in Guitar Hero though. Can anyone stop me from putting Freya forward? I'm not. I don't think so. There we go. You really got me losing in the second round. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Freya moves forward. Uh, crazy on you by heart, right? Beats yeah, you gotta Brian read the Storm. matchups first. You gotta read the matchups first. Chris can't see these. You're right. Chris can't see this chart. Chris, this matchup is crazy on you by heart versus Brian Storm by the Arctic Monkeys. You were right the first time. You didn't need to read it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't figure this was the time that Chris was gonna start swinging for Arctic Monkeys. I have never listened to an Arctic Monkey. Do you care? <laughs> do you want to even try, or are you just? Do you know I'll in be, your heart that you're crazy on it? I I know in my heart what you said. Well, I feel bad. Isn't Arctic Monkeys a Wheels band? I feel like I'm being a disrespecter by I like, don't not think even so. listening. Arctic but, Monkeys is a Riley band sometimes, but okay. that is also I will, a. I will just say that like I don't know what it is about like the name, or maybe like I have heard like snippets before. It just like immediately off puts me. It's just like that's not my music. <laughs> They're like a, like whenever I see the dude in it, I'm just like, this is someone who is like a, a tumbler greaser. Mm-hmm. And it's just, wow. I don't, I don't, I don't like what I've heard that very much either. I stand by putting it over Band of Horses, but I do not think it holds a candle to heart. I... Okay, I'm listening to it. This is already better than I expected it would be, but I don't think I can beat that other song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Crazy on You rules. Crazy on You fucking rules. Crazy on You fucking rules. And I will say, like some of that's the vocal that might that might come at its at, at its detriment in a later round, but guitar that's also true. good. That's true because this actually this Arctic Monkeys guitar kind of rules. Oh, crazy Harvey. on you has the crazy on you has the acoustic opening though. Yep, Let me go the, play that one from not just my memory. Crazy on you does the bam 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 bam. It's my kind of lick to playing guitar hero that's like simple enough that you can hit it every time and it like really grounds yeah. you in the song. Yeah, because I gotta listen to it because my instinct is is to put it on based on the vocals. I think so. I gotta like, actually listen to the guitar. The guitar is better than it before. Like there's songs, there's songs on this bracket that I would rank as my mom core. Heart is there. <laughs> uh, fucking like crazy on you, Barracuda. Hit me with your best shot. But like I do think I've, I've said this is about other ones where I thought the it was about the vocals and the guitars were built to complement it. I do not think that about crazy on you. I think the guitar really stands on its own. Mm-hmm. I think it does. The, voc- the vocals are just also really fucking good. Yeah, because <laughs> it's hard. It's like the guitar kind of becomes dormant during the verses, but the the melody it has, uh, and, and like the choruses and the intro are really good. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Whereas the Arctic Monkeys one, I think is a little bit more like persistent. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's a closer matchup than I thought it was. I'm glad I actually gave the Arctic Monkeys a try. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I'm still gonna have to go crazy on you. Yeah. All right. Crazy on you progresses. I'm, I'm I'm on the next matchup, and by that I mean I'm three minutes into Monsters by Matchbook Romance. Such a good fucking song. It's up against Cheryl Brock by the Smashing Pumpkins, which I think is also like I think that's the best Smashing Pumpkins song. It's it's a Smashing Pumpkins song. It is. I, I know you are a Smashing Pumpkins disrespecter, as I should be. I really don't like Smashing Pumpkins, but I'll uh, oh, I'll shit. give us a fair shake. Listen, well, here's the thing. Monsters fucking rips. <laughs> Monsters is so good. It's in my ears right now. Sherbrock isn't, like, bad. I think it's 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 very all right. 
for for both Smashing Pumpkins discography and the genre with which it is in. But uh, I just don't think like Monsters is just so fucking good. Mm. I'm going Monsters, no doubt. Yep, Monsters is so good. That guitar tone is just fucking Chef's Kiss. Yeah, this mm-hmm. song rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the I clapping love how, like, pattern. Music illiterate I am because I just keep saying things rule over and over again because I have no other way to talk about music. You're valid. That's valid. We have to have all sorts of directions and uh, experience levels here. Good. Don't worry, Chris. We brought you on. Actually, I want to tell you right now. We brought you on to this show right now for a very important task. To represent uh, the himbo demographic. <laughs> one by Metallica. Oh. Is up against baby. Knights of Cydonia. <laughs> oh, how could you do this to me? <laughs> you start talking, oh, buddy. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> I need to. Here's the thing. I know exactly. Like, Knights of Cydonia is burned into my brain. I got to listen to one. Mm-hmm. Mark, Mark Hamill voice. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> it's seven minutes. It's seven but minutes. It's so good. I mean, Knights of Cydonia is like six. But Knights of Cydonia feels oh, like two, two minutes. It's just like you're in it I, and you're out of it. You lose time. It's the hyperbolic song chamber. I know. I actually do know what I have to do. It's just going to hurt a lot. Uh, we're listening to Metallica. Tell me what you like about one. Uh, this is the last matchup of round two. It is. I, I listen to this song like kind of a lot. I really like it. Although, like I just said, I don't know how to talk about music, so I'm not sure how to. It's, okay. The part I can specifically shout out is the um the part that was used in the the Netflix Punisher trailer that shit fucking goes like i love that part um especially i've never seen this trailer yeah what's yeah, that yeah, what's yeah. that part tell me about it it's um god it's the part where like the guitar kind of like it's like after the oh god after one of the verses and it breaks down into just guitar for like it's right before the like the darkness of prisoning stuff like the guitar just comes in like really like uh i'm there yeah like choppy like yeah yeah I forgot about the double bass around the four minute and 30 second mark. That's fun, too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that part. It's so good. Yep. You know what? Now that I'm remembering what song one is, because I mm-hmm. didn't, I knew that it was better than the answer pretty quickly last time. <laughs> and I feel like I've said everything there is to possibly say about Knights of Cydonia. Um, <laughs> these songs are actually also a really perfect matchup because I think they both build in really interesting ways. They do. They do. They do cool stuff. And. Like, this is a fun, and this, like, after the darkness imprisoning me part, where one does do the, like, it starts to really pick up. That's really cool. I super love that shit. And I actually, as much as I don't think Metallica vocals are interesting for for me, my taste, I do think the way they are complimenting the guitar tone in the first half of this song actually is really fascinating. There you go. Now you're seeing my side of things. This song fucking rules. James Hetfield does have a niche and like Metallica fills that really well. Absolutely. 
I would say, like, there's probably more songs that I find boring than not. But, mm-hmm. like, when they're good, they're really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I here's the thing, though. What I was going to say is that even though I, like, Metallica is honestly in my top five favorite musical acts of all time, I do think Knights of Sidonia has to go forward here, though. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think Knights of Sidonia, I think, like, I notice every second of one. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, Knights of Sidonia. Again. I would say I notice every second of the first half of one. Mm, okay yeah i think that's fair i think that's much once more once it changes up i think i am like i am like i have been indoctrinated into like something different <laughs> and it like both of these songs are like experiences if you are giving them your full attention and you absolutely. like absolutely but like nights of Sidonia, like when you listen to that song or especially play guitar here like your day is transformed like yes mm-hmm. that that song is something else yep this yeah the back half of one fucking rips but yep I do. I can't. Uh, I really can't. Okay. If it were not in the context of a ta- Guitar Hero podcast, I would, without a doubt, put Metallica over Muse. But mm-hmm. in this context, I think the right thing to do is Knights of Sidonia. Because specifically, one, I like outside of Guitar Hero. I'm sure it'd be fun to play Guitar Hero. But Knights of Sidonia is like a very specific, like, this is maybe, this song's maybe at its best in the context of Guitar Hero. I like remember playing that one. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris, it's your song. You can put it down. Uh, all right. Say it. Goodbye, one. Knights of Sidonia progresses. And that's the end of round two. We still have time left on this dang old timer. I'm still listening to one. It's really good. But I, <laughs> I, I, do, I do think Muse goes forward here. Um, or rather, rather, I should say Knights of Sidonia goes forward. Muse, yeah. gets no, Muse gets no round of applause. As so much know, as this, I... this one career fluke does. I hate that y'all made me do that. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's just, I'm, yeah, like, like I, I do think one is like pinnacle Metallica, but like Knights of Sidonia is pinnacle so many things. And honestly, it's more impressive to be a pinnacle Muse song than it is to be a pinnacle Metallica Absolutely. song in my book. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Even that, that song is so good that I don't even care that you can hear that fucker breathe every, after every line. God. <laughs> God. It's, it's, it's got to be intended. Every note mm-hmm. is intended. But like, all right, have I have I talked to either of you about like I I I had a girlfriend that was really into Muse in high school, and at first I was like, oh, this is a good band, and then I just one day noticed that after every line, you hear him take this sharp inhale, and I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. It's totally ruined. A lot, <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised how often you can find that if you're listening to to certain groups. Don't ruin other bands for me. Although that one, I'm fine with being ruined because they weren't that good to it's begin Muse. with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, every time I talk about Muse, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I liked <laughs> OK Computer as well, but come yeah. on. <laughs> can I just say, I don't want to waste much time, but can I just say as, a, as a, uh, an avid listener to this podcast that I think I get it is the funniest way to dismiss media of all time. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the most me way for damn sure. It's really funny. It gets me every time. Taylor and I have talked about it before. <laughs> I, no one's ever pointed that out, but thank you for validating me. Yeah, yeah. It's just very true. Sometimes just, you just you see it's, it. It's just like it's just like the most the, like the most accurate way to describe it too. Because I'm not even saying it's bad or that like doing the thing that I have seen before is bad. It's just I get it. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that's it. It doesn't go farther than that. <laughs> How much time is on that? Do you want to like? St- you want to roll we, back to round three or? We, we ran out of time it? while we were talking about one, but that's fine. That's yep. good. I like that. I like that clean cut. Round two is over. Mm-hmm. Shit. We we are about to enter into round three next time with the uh, like just we're in it now. We might be in like the the fucking sunset of this podcast. Who could say? Like like it's it's. We're we're making time on the rounds, but then mm-hmm. we're gonna end up eventually being like, like I know Cliffs of Dover is up against uh Devil Went Down to Georgia, so God, God, that could be an episode. That could Cliffs be Cliffs of Dover has to fight and kill for every step, and like, <laughs> and guess what? It can. That's it the can. thing. It can. It's their bloody fights, and it needs to take out some other big hitters. But like, it's like, and it'll do it with a fucking smile on its face because yeah, have you heard love- that fucking song? I love the idea of this happy ass song, just like drenched in blood with its knuckles up. Like, I mean, it's in it's it's in the same bracket, like the the same like section of songs. It's at the end of uh, Guitar Hero Three. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know if it's in the very last one or if it's right before Satan, but it's it's down there. Basically, give me the tournament arc where all of these songs are personified as people and they fight each other, and I'll watch that Sh- show. Surely, someone could do that. Isn't sure. that JoJo's? I mean, a little bit. The, the the designs of JoJo, for the most part, have very little to do with what they're referencing. All right, well, I'll write this then. The, the, the biggest <laughs> exception is maybe uh, a lot of stuff and like a lot of stuff around Kira in part four does kind of reference the Queen songs that the titles are used for. Because Killer Queen does have explosives. We will need to get to that next time because for now, we are complete. Chris, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank yeah. you for inviting me. This was a, good, a particularly good one for me to be on. I think, even though I didn't know half the songs, like when I knew the, that last matchup, I was like, all right, I'm glad I was there for, for that. Yeah, I'm um, glad we had a Metallica respecter in house. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that uh, I was able to make it for the whole podcast. Although I am a little bit disappointed that my parents didn't show up to help me move, so I could scream, "Mom, Dad, I'm recording a podcast. Let me enjoy music." But <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, you're still around. Next episode will fly you back out. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. Where can they find you on the internet, Chris? They can find me at Topher Disgrace. Uh, no, you cannot find me at Piss Hutton. That's my... You don't get that. That's the exclusive paywall Twitter I don't, I don't trust like that. <laughs> Piss you know, Hutton at- for my real friends. Topher Disgrace <laughs> for my sham friends. Uh, yeah, at Topher Disgrace on Twitter. And uh, on my pinned tweet there, you'll find a lot of the stuff that I do. Uh, I literally do, do like too many things to fit on a pinned tweet, which is ridiculous. And I should maybe reorganize my life. But you can find hey, same. Uh, podcasts like The Movie Club, which is like a book club for people that can't read. We just watched... Um, what did we... Funny every time. Oh, we watched Enter the Dragon. And next, uh, next tomorrow, we're watching Bumblebee for our 200th episode. Yes. Which is oh, wild. my God. Bumblebee gets to be the 200? Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. And uh, that, that was selected by uh, our patron, Riley Hopkins. You may have heard of them. Uh, so if you join our Patreon Never. at the fifteen dollar level, you can uh, you can submit a movie for us to watch, like Bumblebee. So mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a cool give, thing to do. Give Bed them Bath good... and Bumblebee win. Bed Bath, fuck off, please. We can't reference that show. 
We, didn't, we, you, didn't you earlier say the flying bee bracket? I, I by accident, but they did. Yes. God <laughs> fucking damn it! I'm in hell. <laughs> uh, could, if you want to find me on the internet, you can find me on Twitter at Rev Rye Bread. That's Rev like Reverend Rye Bread, like crowd noise bread. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not editing that in. You don't have to. I'm. You know, I do other podcasts. Um, I used to do a show called Bed Bath and Bionicle. Um, I'm sure that feeds fine. <laughs> this is recorded before it. we know of anything. Absolutely. <laughs> As of the kayfabe that we set up. <laughs> As of this morning, we decided that this show was fully recorded before the before uh, shit went to fucking dicks. <laughs> Respect the kayfabe, everybody. There are no clues in this episode. Um, Unless... No, there's not. If you listen closely to when we played one. There's one clue. It's Chris. It's Chris. Chris is the clue. The, 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 the clue leads to a, a cipher that when you crack it says, Chris is cool. <laughs> I'm putting Drink that in the BBP episode. <laughs> Drink World. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I do other shows, but yeah, listen to BBMB. Uh, Joe. Yes. Where? <laughs> Well, right now I'm at home. Sick. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe. I make a myriad of podcasts. Uh, I make Nervous Rex with my good friend Chris here. We uh, we talk about Neon Genesis Evangelion on the Thursdays that this show doesn't come out. And uh, I, I've been talking about the World Ends with You now um, that uh, God Memorized has, has run out of Kingdom Hearts for the time being. And... Um, yeah, just go to theorangegroves.com and just pick a show. You know, there's a chance I'm on it, but if I'm not, it's still good. <laughs> All the other shows are still good, if not better. Chris, do you want to give them our sign-off? I sure do, Riley. I've been waiting for this for several weeks. <laughs> and it's my time to shine, my time in the spotlight, and my time to remind each and every one of you beautiful people out there to enjoy music. Sucking babes. I'm Sahana. And I'm Kat. And we're the hosts of Summer Twilight Book Club, a podcast where your two best friends put their social work degrees to good use by rereading the four horniest books of their teenage years. If you're at all curious about any of the following, this is the podcast for you. Does Bella Swan have a car crash fetish? Yes, I am telling you right now the answer is yes. Does Stephanie Meyer understand healthy relationship boundaries? Has Bella Swan ever had a secure attachment in her life? How has Twilight impacted the societal and my personal conceptions of romance? Why does Stephanie Meyer owe Sahana and all other brown people reparations? Why is Edward Cullen so into edging? You can find Summer Twilight Book Club at theorangegirls.com or on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you access podcasts to find out.